Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, it's Mauler67. Welcome back to Bros and Shows. A podcast of two bros. We talk about shows that they force each other to watch. <laughs> I already said it. I'm Mauler67, but here with me, as always, is my buddy, my pal, my bro, my brother Austin. Austin, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Hey, you know what? I had a great day and a great weekend. Actually, no, I had a trash day, but great weekend. Um, <laughs> I had to rethink myself on that one. Um, it's one of those things that, like, I'm just, it's great because it's over now. And I get to talk about one of my favorite TV shows with you. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome. We got to go to Renfair this weekend. Yeah. It was nice to see you. Yeah, Should have spent more time with you, but... Unfortunately, I was there also with my friend John and my other friends, and I completely ditched them, <laughs> and I basically hung out with you uh, the whole time. So, well, not you, uh, John, the whole John, time. Yeah. Um, it but that it was it was fun. I was gonna say, like, it, it's okay. Like, you know, as long as I got to see you, and I had a lot of fun with uh, my two buddies and my wife. Uh, mm-hmm. Since it was our anniversary weekend, she was like, "Hey, what do you want to do for this?" And I was like. Well, Friday you pick. So Friday she wanted to decorate the house. So we went to Marshall's and got a whole bunch of spooky stuff for Halloween. And then uh, Saturday I went to the Ren Fair and I got to see you, got to meet some of your friends. Uh, my buddy Colton and David went with me with my wife and we had a blast. It was so great. We ate turkey legs, smoked Gouda mac and cheese and a whole bunch of cool stuff. So, you know, it was it was a fun weekend. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely agree. Uh, on, on top of the fantasticness that was the uh, Ren Fair, I also um, spent the next day, basically uh, all Sunday, watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh. Because... I had time. I had nothing else to do. I was doing mods on Divinity Original Sin 2 and just watching JoJo. So I finally got through all of Season 2, the, the, the Star Crusades or whatever they're called. Yeah. That's what I uh, I got all through that. So I'm now on to the Psychedelic one. Uh, I haven't even like started it, but <laughs> Austin, someday in our future, we will be doing JoJo's and we will get Alex yeah. on the show. I, I agree to uh totally. do it but because of how big it is we're gonna have to do like some type of mini series or whatever where we begin a month saying hey at the end of this month we're going to do the first se- season of joe no actually it would be we start with one because the first season is like a week like well like uh, uh like uh eight episodes it's nothing like you can get through it instantly yeah. it's the second part of the season the the Star Crusaders, that's where it suddenly becomes like, ah, 30-some episodes or 40-some yeah. episodes. I think it was 40. Um, yeah, and so 40. That, that's a lot to go through on a single week. Um, even how we do it. But we'll, we'll do that at some point. We'll, we'll figure that out. Maybe by the end of this year. We already know what we're going to do for the next couple uh, kind of intervals. Um, but Austin, this is a show that kind of pioneered started 
the concept of this show that we do, the the birds and shows. Yeah. Because um, growing up, we constantly tell each other, hey, you have to watch this. Hey, you have to watch this. You love this. And this is something I've always told you that you should watch. From back when I was in like middle school, maybe high school, I think it was. Back whenever we had cable. Because there was a short time frame when we had cable. And it was this show that I basically watched the whole time. Um, And you didn't watch this until recently, right, Austin? Uh, Yeah, I never watched it. Like, uh, when we started thinking about doing this podcast, you were like, hey, why don't you go ahead and watch Avatar Last Airbender? And so I said, okay. And that was in 20... That was in 2020. Yeah, Yeah, when I It was like the only good thing about 2020. (laughs) I agree. Uh, So, yeah, I was... um, kind of excited i remember this being i remember you watching this show a lot mm-hmm. uh especially dominic and dylan came down they would watch it with us oh yeah uh, but i was just never into it i at that time i wasn't really interested in animation i kind of like it well you only cared about as... drugs austin okay <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, that was a joke. whoa whoa or was Shots it fired do you guys get any weed no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> no yeah, you know, at that time, when you're a high school uh, chap like I was, you know, the only things that were going through your head was girls, drugs, and having fun and drinking and, you know, partying and stuff like that. So I kind of just didn't really watch TV at that moment. Like, I, I did still watch film, but I was into more of doing other things. And, you know, uh, I looked at this when I first watched it when we were, when I was in high school and we had Dish Network. Yeah. And I was oh, like, uh, this looks kind of cartoony. I was like, this is a cartoon. Like, I, I'm I'm kind of out of cartoons. But then later on, it became like this phenomenon that everyone talked about. They were like, oh, Avatar Last Airbender. And, you know, there's this was like when I started watching anime, um, probably in 2010, when I started like even remotely started watching anime. Because my roommate in 2012 started watching a lot of anime. And so, like, I would just sit there and watch it with him because we had nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching Elephant Lad. And I thought that was pretty cool. But my first watch of anime was Lupin the Third and Case Closed. I would watch those with you late at night. And I I remember watching all those. And those were fun. Trigun. But Avatar Last Airbender just looked childish to me. I didn't really want to watch it, um, but I'm super happy that I did. Um, it is, I would have to say, when I first told, uh, when I, I was working at a dealership uh, in 2020, and there was a guy, there's a kid that comes around once in a while to my parts counter, and he would ask me, hey, like, you know, I told him the concept of the show, and he was like, so what are you guys watching first? And I was like, well, I've never watched Avatar Last Airbender. And he, like, almost had a heart attack. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I've never watched it. He's like, dude, that's like a staple of like what you need to watch. Like if you're looking at, you know, shows that I grew up with, because he was a SpongeBob kid and I, you know, I watched (laughs) SpongeBob. I like SpongeBob, but he loved Avatar Last Airbender too. He was Mm -hmm. like, this is, those were the two shows that like were my jam. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, it's like, that's like telling me you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop. And I looked at him and he was like, you've never watched Cowboy Bebop either? And I was like, don't kill me. Like, you know, I was like, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not really into anime. So 
you know, uh, you know, there's some things that people have looked at me and said, you haven't watched this yet. Like it's so long. Like this is, it's been a long time since this came out. Cause I think this came out in like 2004. 2000. I, I believe it's yeah. 2005. 2005. Mm-hmm. Man, that is almost, that's, that's over like four. That's like 14, 15 years, something like that. Almost that. Yeah. Um, I mean, 16, Man. but good enough. No, 16, yeah. Sorry, I'm terrible at math. No, 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 it's fine. I'm a, you're you're um, going to college. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worse. Oh. Yeah, see, it's it's funny, Austin. Even though this came out in 2005, uh, 2005 I don't think it wasn't until 2006, seven maybe, that I watched it. Because I graduated in 2010. That, that's the year I graduated from high school. Um, I remember being in like middle school, maybe like freshman, whenever I started watching the show and it was beautiful. Perfect. I I loved it because, you know, like you said, you weren't a big fan of anime. I was, I was the the anime kid in our family. Um, and this was a show that I found out was like American made, but based on anime kind of qualities, like their stylizations and everything of that sort. And so it was very very fun and the best part about it was the fact that it aired on nickelodeon up to that point everything that i wanted to watch was on cartoon network so having an additional channel that i could have something to watch on made me made me really happy and this this game kind of it didn't it didn't put in but it, it maximized my interest and love of like different interpretations of different cultures in shows um it was probably one of the first shows i really started digging into the lore that was presented to me of course through the through the show um that kind of turned me into the the person i am today where i constantly just just read more than what i need to in order to watch or listen or care about a show so i owe to this show awesome but austin I think that's good let's jump in to avatar the last airbender specifically book one mm-hmm. now for anyone who is joining us normally we watch the first season in a week and we get together and we talk about this um these seasons books they're the same thing so book one is water i believe yeah totally water i don't know why i even question that and this was one of the things that i really enjoyed and liked about the uh show and all is this concept of uh the, this was one of the first shows that did the one thing i really enjoyed called uh i, I, don't, I don't actually know the term but it's essentially like a season wide story but every episode is a standalone episode essentially mm-hmm. do, do you know what i'm talking about there i i don't know the term for that yeah, it, it still touches on the main points, but it's trying to also do side stories. So yeah. like it can it can just be on its own, but it doesn't have it, it's not terrible for being on its own. Yeah, like it, it still drives the story forward. Yeah, like like I, I always think of like Adventure Time is one of those shows where you watch any episode and you can instantly be like, oh yeah, this episode, nice, I like it a lot. Um. There is also 
other shows by be it like um uh bear call saul breaking bad very like um american like i don't, I don't want to call it sitcom that's not the term but essentially where it's like it has a story and watching any of those episodes out of whack if you don't know what's going on you're completely out of it but the one benefit about avatar the last Airbender is you could literally pick up in any episode and get the gist of it instantly and go into it mm-hmm. and i i just i really like that especially having like cable growing up this was well before dvr and um the ability to watch it on streams and everything of that sort you only got to watch the episodes that they presented to you and you slowly started to build up the repertoire of what the heck was going on and mm-hmm. and that's that's beautiful awesome so let's go ahead and dive in to it austin is there an episode actually you know what let's just talk about team avatar to begin with because there's going to be three main characters in season one and let's talk about them austin what were your thoughts about team avatar in Uh, book one okay so let's make the obvious one ang Mm -hmm. um so ang to me um man um He's this person, I, I would have to say Aang is one of those characters that he's trying to do his best, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know how to, Yeah. or yep. he doesn't want to hurt anyone in the process. So he's trying to be the kind of soft, trying to make peace uh, type of person all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also a good person deep down because that's what an avatar should be. If, uh, you know, how I'm getting how the Avatar should be, um, he's, you know, there's a there's an episode where uh, it's actually the last episode of the season when Prince Zuku, or if I'm pronouncing this wrong, I'm sorry. Zuko, it's fine. Austin, half of the enjoyment is, Austin, is the fact that you didn't grow up around it. Yeah. You didn't have all your friends and everyone talking about Avatar The Last Airbender all around you. That's true. And so it's going to be half the enjoyment of me talking to you about this show right now. Yeah. It's going to be cool. you butchering the names and me enjoying it. So I would love to talk to you about Prince Zuku. Okay. Zonka. Zuko. Zonka. Zuko. Danny Zuko. The guy from Greece. That's legitly, that's how you say his name, Zuko. Zuko. Oh, it yeah. really is. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Sandy, why are you gonna go after the Avatar? <laughs> now I want a picture of like Zuko <laughs> saying that, but looking like a greaser and saying it to an Earthbender. Like, hey, Sandy. Okay, there, that has to be somewhere. Actually, that, that has like, to be somewhere. There's be. a meme somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go so on. There's an episode where he kidnaps him at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the, the season finale. He kidnaps uh, uh, Aang because Aang's in the spirit world. Yeah. And, you know, he gets knocked out because, you know, Kat- Katora? Katara. 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 Oh Katara. my goodness. Ray- I love Katara. this. <laughs> Randy Katara. No, so Katara mm-hmm. uh, knocks him out and he's in the snow and they're about to leave. And Aang is the one that speaks up and says, we can't leave him here. Yeah. You know, and he's like, why? He's like, he's been trying to kill us the whole time. He's like, we just still cannot leave him here. Yeah. And that's the kind of mentality that Yang has. Like, um, Yang is a really soft spoken. Uh, he, he, um, I'd have to say one of my favorite quotes is from Teddy Roosevelt. 
and I would have to say Aang is that kind of person, is uh, speak softly, but walk with a big stick, mm -hmm. which means you're very calm, cool, and collective, and you're not super cocky about it, but you are very powerful mm. in like the way you present yourself. And Aang is that person. Like he's a little childish. He has to be. Like he, he's like a hundred year old kid. You know, <laughs> like and his best friend's a, a flying bison. You know, like I understand. Or they're dead. There, there's those two possibilities. <laughs> oh yeah, and all those other people are dead. But <laughs> which which uh, we'll talk about that. Wow. Um. So. I would have to say I, I do like Aang as a character. Mm -hmm. I think he's a great main character. Uh, yeah. He really supports the other two. Um, you know, uh, let's talk about the... Oh, man, I'm going to really butcher this. This is going to be funny. Go, go ahead, man. This. Uh, do it's, I remember his name? It's the best part about uh, having this talk with you. Oh, uh, Right now, I'm like massaging my head to figure out if I have that name stuck down in in my in my thought process it's a uh, Katara's 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 Katara, you're, you're whatever Katara's it's close enough you're, you're getting it Soka 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 so awesome no, uh, before we start talking about that so I um yeah like like I said, I I read, watched, and I I dive into the the stuff a lot. And there was actually a kid in college that was a huge Avatar: Last Airbender fan, and he would talk to me a lot. And one of the reasons why Aang is the way he is is because those are the principles of the Air Nomads. Don't take human life. Um, the concept that like to be like the wind, the wind is ever changing and moving and is flexible and it's supposed to dodge and weave and everything which is completely contradictory to the avatar most of the time because the avatar is meant to be the balance and if something breaks that balance you have to push it back into line and some situations calls for force which ang doesn't do very well and that's the point where he has to go around and master the different elements because of everything of that sort so what you kind of said about like ang being like a good guy and everything those are the principles placed upon him, like what he grew up with and it is a big point of like fear and contingency throughout the series like the series itself and constantly has to fight with himself um for that so I, I i do like that you uh pointed that out but you did want to talk about soka soka i i'm going to say soka all the time man i don't know why man oh. you, you said it now it's in my head or Sunko. i said sunko let's talk about sunko he's station <laughs> he's, he's the drink or no. no that was southern comfort but we call it soko that's what we used to call southern comfort is soko but uh so this this gentleman here um he's like kind of the the character that is like ignorant kind of just you know he takes he, he like the, the episode where he gets his fortune read, like that episode, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm gonna get my fortune read," and it's like, "No, you you're you're gonna cause agonizing pain on your own self." So that's actually, I believe, season two. No, that's season one. That, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's called Fortune Teller. I think it's episode fourteen. Oh, you're totally right. Yeah. Sorry, I thought he uh, 
I thought he purposely used earthbending to stop the lava, and I didn't think he knew earthbending at that point. Oh, guess... no, he, he does. Because he, he learns earthbending from the um, um, his old friend that was in the slide. Episode. Yeah, Boomy, Boomy. I didn't think yeah. he... I didn't, he didn't learn it. I I guess he was starting to learn it. Yeah. No, 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 no. He doesn't know Earthbending at this point. I think no. Okay, okay. I'm getting my getting the stories mixed up. He doesn't know okay. Earthbending at this part. Okay. He uses his yeah. wind and it basically cools down the earth. Cause I just remember the scene where the lava's coming down, and he mm -hmm. like is hitting it off and on, and it kind of like creates a little crescent over the village. And it's because he was using his wind, it was cooling the lava, essentially, and turning it into stone. My brain went to him using stone, like, breaking out oh, the trenches and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. That was season one. Man, again, <laughs> I can easily get mixed up in, like, what episodes are in which seasons. Yeah. Because they're just, you can easily watch each episode on its own. Yeah. And just enjoy it. Great beginning to end plot. And just go. But yeah, you're totally right about Soka. He is, uh, <laughs> he causes more pain for himself than others. But I, ooh, do I love him. He's he's probably my favorite character. Aang is great. Sokka's best. Ooh, excuse me. Sokka's best. Because, um, like, you, you say, like, he's arrogant. I see a kid wanting to prove himself. And he comes off as arrogant and thinks he knows right because he's been trained to be like you have to take the lead you are the man of the village that's what he yeah. was in the first season and he is continually trying to push that and i think it's be I, I think that's just what he is he he's trying to be what is expected of him and poor boy don't got no bending so he can't do yeah. half as much everyone, but he has spirit. And that's what I love about that boy. Yeah, I was going to say, I felt so bad for him. You know, he, <laughs> he fell in love um, at the end. And like, yeah. you think, you know, I, and she like becomes like the moon <laughs> uh, fish, little God thing, you know, a little yeah, weird tough stuff. Luck. Um, so what's, what's really weird. I, I I'm going to state this because the, people don't kill me on this uh so i kind of when i first watched it uh after when you told me to watch this and i saw mm -hmm. the season finale uh mm -hmm. with the koi fish and yeah. going to the spirit realm um back in 2008 um my buddy dominic that i grew up with was mm -hmm. like hey we're working at the same campground we should go watch this movie and i was like all right and it was Avatar Last Airbender. Oh, so, you watched the movie. Yeah, I've oh. watched the movie before. And I'm sorry. I, I, I watched it. And when I got out of it, Dominic was like, what do you think? And I said, I'm going to be real because I don't know what's going on here. But that was terrible. <laughs> like, I just told him that, like, I didn't feel like I wanted to watch any more of that. Like, I just felt like. But but the thing was was they brought the koi fish up in that episode, yeah. I mean in that in the movie, and they mm -hmm. talked about the spirit. So I kind of knew how it was gonna go. Yeah. But you got like the very bad cliff notes from the kid in the class who didn't know 
what he, he was talking notes. exactly he read the spark read notes spark made you cliff notes and you're like this was terrible and he needed to or fill up his paper and so he just extended the dances that they did this is like almost the bad case of like you're not reading the book so you watch the movie and the movie is totally different from the book because yeah. it's not so good uh avatar last airbender the m night Shyamalan movie is that bad so don't waste your time if you're thinking about watching it on anyone you can watch it just to make fun of it i think that'd be cool but it'd be kind of hard uh, that, to watch that's, it that's that's kind of hard on itself but but getting back to that like i kind of <laughs> knew what the koi fish thing was gonna mm -hmm. happen so but that was a sad moment for him where you know she like was like i i love you and i'll be here and like kissed her you know and i was like oh my oh man like, <laughs> You, you're breaking my heart and like you're, you're breaking yourself you know like i was like that that's always a sad thing i, I yeah. started having flashbacks right when she was kissing him of like titus and uh yuna yeah <laughs> you know them kind of fading away and i was like stop <laughs> i don't like, want this, is, this no more i don't want to play this anymore <laughs> so i remember like the one the one thing that kind of like I, I remember the first time i watched that part like the ending the the two parts of the the siege on the north i was not used to like murder being shown in like anime like specifically like cartoon animations if i saw it on adult swim i was like yeah who cares like that it's it's trigun people get killed all the time in this or, or whatever but in that scene when um general oh what's his name general chow Chow, Chow, I think. Chow, Zhao. It's something like, I, I can't. Chow. I just remember him because uh, he murders the koi fish, and I just remember just being shocked. I, it's so simple of a situation, but how the uh him killing the koi fish, or I guess he didn't technically kill it, but KO'd it. Every turn, everything turns dark, the sun turns, the moon turns red. That sent shivers down my back. I'm just like, oh, he messed up. And yeah. everything's going to fall. And then just to see like the earth, the, um, the waterbenders start losing their powers and the firebenders are like, wah, ha, 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 ha. We're going, it, Admiral Zhao, Zhao, Zhao. That's, that's the dude's name. Mm -hmm. He was Admiral. But, um... I just blew my mind. I, I was not I was not prepared for that. I didn't think it was going to come. I thought they were gonna stop him. But just seeing him like he snatches it in the bag and then Also That Yeah, go on. That when that happened, uh so when I first before I started watching this episode, mm -hmm. um, I mean this series back in twenty twenty, I talked to my buddy Robert Plant. And Robert has done podcasts with me before and stuff. So I asked him, I was like, yeah, I'm watching Avatar Last Airbender. And he's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, it's good. He's like, I, I liked it. And I was like, okay, what can you say as a, someone that hasn't watched it before? And he's like, well, he's like, you can tell it's a Nickelodeon show. He's like, on mm. a lot of things. But he's like, I think Nickelodeon halfway through was like, oh, we got adults watching too. So we need to, you know, kind of have that value of, you know, that shock and awe. And so when he kills the fish, 
Robert's voice went through my head is, hey, we still got adults watching this. <laughs> so it's still like, hey, we're going to kill this koi fish off. We'll bring him back, but we're going to kill him off. And he going down. I was, I was shocked, too. I was like, holy crap, he murdered that fish. What did that fish do to you? And then, like, everything goes black. And I like that's one of the things that I was going to talk about, too, is that scene is so well done because what it is is it takes as an art form as a film art form i like yeah. stuff that's like really artsy and that scene was really good because they use the color palette of black and white and then ang when he becomes like this huge giant mecha fish and like starts smashing people around they use like a glowing blue and mm -hmm. it really lights up everything. And I was like, yeah. this is so well done. Um, I, I just, and throughout the series, it's like that. Like yeah. his avatar state. Up on here, like the avatar state, pretty much yeah. everything has like this color scheme that is bright, it's beautiful. It's meant to feel like it's like this adventure. It's like this new day. It's always a happy day. <laughs> and then there's like some terrible days, like the storm episode, which was, I'll get on that one. That's my favorite episode. Mm. Uh, but um, I would have to say, you know, it, the characters that they have, they're well woven together to have, they complement each other with their characteristics. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let, like I'll talk about, oh man, I'm totally, I forget her name now. Wow, I'm drawing a blank. You can uh, go ahead and like say who they are, like their connections, and I can say it's it. the sister. Oh, Katara. Of Katara. Katara. Yeah. Katara. Gawar. <laughs> I don't That's get combat. A Mortal oh, Kombat okay. reference. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Guara. Was that a JoJo? Um, no, is, is that a JoJo reference? No. So uh, with her, on the other hand, I like that she has the water bending thing. It's pretty yeah. sweet. I like the concept of like her being able to have water at a fly with her little like canteen. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Whoop, you know, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, so awesome. I like how she progresses. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, go on. You're, 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 you're keeping it with her. So I don't want to yeah. interrupt you on this thought process. I just had like a thought when you mentioned the water canteen, but go on. Yeah, she she progresses a lot through the season. Like she goes from, you know, bending like a little bit of water. Yeah, the little to push like and pull. Huge waves and like smacking people around with them now. She's like the OG now. She's kind of taught yet like, you know, Aang, you know, she's a master now mm -hmm. of like water bending. And I think it's a cool concept that like now she's kind of helping the airbender well the avatar um like become better at water bending and they're yeah. kind of learning at the same time so it's a lot of fun i i i enjoy her character um the only thing i seems like was uh and i think it was meant to be this way but the the fortune teller episode yeah. she just got super annoying i was just like stop yeah stop stop I, I, I don't want to i was like i get it <laughs> you're trying to be annoying because you're so up so fascinated with who you're gonna marry and stuff like that yeah and i think that was like a, a play on the whole like oh girls want to know that type yeah. of stuff meanwhile you have Sokka who is just completely like it's fake it doesn't make sense and then you have ang who's all like if it is real like can you can you tell no. me who i will like 
Well, I'll get with... that person that like he's a friend with her. But if Facebook existed, he would creep on her just to see you, what she posted. You say that he would just he creeps on her anyways. Like yeah, Aang has a thing too. with for her for very early on. Like he he does it, and half of the problem is that Aang has like this thing for her, but. Mm -hmm. She does. She she views him as like a friend or as a kid, because like the whole thing that you started seeing Aang kind of have a, a thing for her, I it, it was back like I, I think the earliest I can think of is the Kyoshi Islands, mm -hmm. when he's all like, "Hey Katara, look at me, I'm going to do this. This is real dangerous stuff." Like he's saying all this stuff, trying to get her to like care about him, and she's just like, "Whatever, Yang, I don't care." Blah blah blah. But. I don't know. Okay. I, I I was I'm okay. always I'm always fighting for those two. I won't act as if I have seen the other ones, even though well, I totally have seen all the other seasons. Well, I think I think also too is we have to take in consideration that like at the end of that episode, of the fortune teller episode, mm -hmm. you know, she looks up to Yang when he like stops all the volcano. Yeah, and she goes, "Wow," he, or was it? Uh, Sokka says, "Wow." Sokka I, sometimes said, I forget. What powerful bender he bender is. He is. And she's like, Yeah, powerful bender. And I was like, Yes. 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 Achieve the greatness. <laughs> Execute orders. Six six six. six, 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 six. <laughs> Murder everyone. No, it's uh it's more of like they, they they're just in love. Like they are completely well, uh, you know, I think they're that, I don't think I don't think I don't think at that point Katara was in love with Aang. I think I at mean, that point where realized. That, that's like the uh, the situation where like you have your best friend and you're like oh man i'm like this this person is great i like hanging out with them we go and do all this stuff and then it's not until like someone looks at you is just like bro you guys are great together you should like ask her out on a date just like no no like that's not a thing no. and then so like someone points it out to them and then the other person like it clicks in your mind like oh crap I do love this person like that that's how i kind of viewed yeah. that but they were young they're too young right now so they're like they don't know what love is they're just young blossoms like yeah, they're just yeah blossoming and like a, a happiness together they, they have to know each other a little bit more before they can yeah fall in love. which that's a stories happen it, for for the time like when i watched it whenever i was that young or whatever it was a very good progression it didn't feel like it was a force like from the gecko, Katara and Aang, they're getting to know each other throughout the series, and you kind of like root for them. It's not like Naruto, where you're just like, gosh dang it, I, I hate this soccer girl, and I sure and hope he doesn't get with her. Um, get with Nah, but that's a, that's a different thing. Austin. It's like, it's like you want Harry Potter to get with Hermione, but then she ends up with Ron, and you're just like, okay. I'm okay with this, because in reality, I don't really like Harry Potter. So I was like, whatever makes the thing. Because a lot of people were upset about that. I remember, like when the books came yeah. out, and I read the books, and they were like, "What runs? Hermione likes run. You're gonna date?" And I was like, "Who, who cares?" <laughs> it's a, like it's a fictional characters, Austin. Fictional characters are our, our go-to statement, Austin. Mm -hmm. On. Quick question. Do you know who plays Admiral Zhao? Or voices him? Uh, I'm guessing... We have talked about him before. Okay. So I'm guessing... Uh, I don't know if he played him. 
but I know he was in the first season. And that okay. was George George Takai. No, he was... didn't voice. That's not who he voiced, but yes, George he... Takai was in the, the first season. Actually, I think, I think he, he voiced... makes multiple characters throughout the series. I think he voiced the, the general that was on the Earthbender jail. I think uh, you may you may very much be right with that one. Yeah, I think he does that. Mark Hamill does a couple voices I've noticed. Mark Um, Hamill. This is when I realized that Mark Hamill was an amazing voice actor. Now, I'm not sure if Mark Hamill was in this season, but Mark Hamill does voice the Fire Lord. Anytime the Fire Lord speaks, it's Mark Hamill. Oh, wait, you know what? I think he is in this season because anytime Zuko has a flashback and like his father talks. well, it was uh, the the episode where the boat cap. It, it was the storm episode, actually. My favorite episode, mm-hmm. where the uncle talked to the boat crew about uh, who he had to fight. Yeah, yeah. And he talked, and oh. I was like, "That's Mark Hamill." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I know that's Mark Hamill." I was like, "That's Mark Hamill." I um, I uh, up to that point. I knew who Mark Hamill was only as Luke from Skywalker, like Star Wars. I didn't know he was a, he was a voice actor. It wasn't until like five years later that I found out. Oh, he did the voice to Joker. That sounds nothing like wow. him. Oh, he's yeah. he's uh, the Fire Lord. Oh, I didn't know that. Like he he's he's a great voice actor. I, I never would notice. I never knew. And well, I think oh, what's really weird with Mark Hamill with me is like growing up it was luke skywalker i knew yeah. mark hamill from uh but now as an adult i've learned that there's way more better roles that i like him in than just luke skywalker oh yeah, yeah. um one of my favorite episodes of uh a tv show that i watch which we're probably gonna we're gonna be doing soon is what we do in the shadows and mark hamill yeah. makes a guest appearance mm-hmm. in one of the episodes and i i like got super excited <laughs> um, I was like so excited, like you know. And then when I found out he played Skips on Adventure, yep, I mean, on a regular yep. show, I was like, man, Mark Hamill does all these great voice acting, yep. and I never even knew it. And but now, if I just hear it, he has like that slight, just you know, it's him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's Mark Hamill. You 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 t- chime in on the voice, and so you recognize the voice, yeah. boss. And going back to General Shaw. General Shao is voiced by one, Jason Isaacs. You know who Jason Isaacs is? Sounds familiar. Is it? You may recognize him as no. Well, I don't, I don't believe so. I definitely don't think so. Um, okay. You may recognize him as one Lucius Malfoy or the Patriot dude. That's right, the <laughs> Patriot. The, dude. the 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 bad guy in the Patriot movies. Ooh. And yes. you, you know what's great about this? I, I remember watching a behind the scene about him. He was specifically sought out and picked for this role. And it was because of his role in the Patriot that they wanted him. Because they wanted to give the um, the Fire Nation kind of like the feel of like an Imperial force. And just his act and how he like kind of carries himself, his voice structure. They're like, you are the General Zhao. We want you. And I remember finding that out and just being like, yeah, no, definitely see it. I understand this and I'm for it. I like him a lot. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to say that because we talked about him, I think, last episode when we did the Marvel What If, because I, I mentioned how I mix Jason Isaacs up with the one dude who mm-hmm. played the Red Skull or Mr. Yeah. Anderson dude. Oh, Hugo Weaving. 
yeah, yeah. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, I was getting to. Yeah, because I blew your mind in... because. <laughs> Are they both in Lord of the Rings? I feel like they're both in Lord of the Rings. Maybe one Who? of them's in Lord of the Rings. Hugo Weaving is. Hugo, I know he is, but I'm not sure if I, uh, Jason Isaac is. He could um, be. Who knows? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I'll look into it. Me and me and John's going to I'm watch not... all of the Lord of the Rings at some point. No oh, man, uh, I'm sorry. So no, I'm happy. I like it. Speaking of what this mug, uh, oh, it's dead now. But it's a uh, when it gets warm, it changes to Lord of the Rings of them walking. So yeah, whatever. Let's go ahead and keep talking, Austin. Austin, I would be remiss to not bring up one of my favorite characters, someone I aspire to be, constantly. Uncle Ira. I oh, have he's made my it... favorite character. He is my favorite character. If I'm sorry, someone comes to me so and doesn't say that Uncle Iroh is not at least in their top three, yeah. they're dead to me. Like, there's no way you can be. <laughs> Uncle Iroh, oh. there's so many people who don't have the luxury of having like a, a uncle that cares or even like a father who cares. The energy that Iroh gives off is just what, what you want your uncle to be. Just this loving, caring, smart, thoughtful person. Oh yeah, and Ugh. and he—I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if you know who the voice actor is for that, right? So, I do. I know that he changes. Like he—he he, um, not not this season. I believe it's next season, or no, I believe it's this season that he unfortunately passes away. Does he pass away? Yeah. Because I was gonna say Gregory. I was going to say Greg Baldwin. Um, he was known for Samurai Jack. So, okay, awesome. Samurai Jack. Okay, awesome. The original voice actor for Iroh is different in book one and book two. Oh, okay. Because gotcha. it so... is Mako. His name is Mako Iwamatsu. I, I can't ever say his name. Oh, okay. But he passes away midway through season two and during the scene of the the biggest tearjerker and and this kind of jump forward and this is something for people to look forward to of uh stories of bossing say the episode of iroh is in memory of him because he passed mm. away at that point and that song that he sings in that episode which tears me up and i cannot could not ever stay on teary eye whenever i watch it um that's actually him singing it. Wait, what would you say the guy's name was? Did you say M Mako? Mako, Mako Imawatsu. Uh, is it I W M A T S? No. I W A. Oh, yeah, Matsu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He played on Samurai Jack too. So both those actors played on Samurai Jack. Um, Mal played uh, the black uh, creature. Haku. That yeah. Samurai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he that, that's him. like his I biggest uh, yeah. role. Well, yeah. next to Ira. Yeah, and I know Greg Baldwin because he was on Samurai Jack too. So, um, hmm. which Samurai Jack hidden little thing that I like. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it, it's because of the video game that they used to have. I loved playing that, and I was like, I have to watch this show, and I watched it with Seth. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but. The other person I want to bring up too, that I noticed was okay. uh, James Hong. Uh, James Hong plays the the gate the goose in Kung Fu Panda. 
He's the one like on oh, the noodles. Uh, he also played in. Oh, shoot! I just had it on the tip of my tongue. James he Hall. played in um, uh, Balls of Fury. He was the blind uh, teacher. Um, he's been in a lot of things. Oh, like that. okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He. I forget who he played in it, but I saw. I I heard his. I heard his. Um, I heard him talk, and I was like, "That's James Hong." <laughs> Uh, same way with Richard McGoogle. Uh, Richard McGoogle, uh, I like Richard McGoogle because I've seen him on a lot of things, but his most noticeable work that I love is he was the narrator for Lock and Key, which is one of my favorite uh, uh, books, book series. And he did the narration over Lock and Key for the Audible. And uh, he played, oh, I forget how you pronounce his name, but... Do you remember the episode where they find someone of the water tribe? I think it's like Bio or Tapo or Tapo. I, I, I'm terrible at names. Was it in this season? Yeah, it was like, I don't know. It was called, I, I think the name of the episode was like the guy's name and it says of the water tribe. But it was the episode where um, they go oh. to try to find the map. Balto. Balto. Yeah, Balto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. it's it's the, the the friend of their father. Yeah, so the guy that does the voice acting okay. for that, I knew him right away because I was like, that's the guy that narrates for Lock and Key. <laughs> mm. I was like, man, there is a lot of cool actors, like voice actors that I know that's See, in the show. Austin, this is one of the reasons why I really like animation. Because I love hearing voices and instantly being like, I know this voice. This voice is from this. And like me and my roommate Terry, we've been playing uh, Danganronpa. It's like a game where it's like a murder mystery game of like high schoolers, and it's all anime. And every single time we play the game, I'm instantly like, I know that voice. That voice is the voice of X character in this. And I'll quickly look up that character, and then I'll like turn to Terry with just happiness of being like, got it. I was right. I was right along. And, and that's how I feel too. Yeah, and that that's how I feel. Like that. <laughs> it, it's just one of the things I really like about animation is it makes you like characters more because you know, like, it's voiced by someone you you enjoy naturally, mm-hmm. and it, it's even better. And, and like, there's there's nothing I can say bad about the. It, I don't want to just sit here and praise Avatar: the Last Airbender, but that's all you're going to get from me. Because this show legitly hit perfectly for me. I I love it. Game to end. There, there's nothing that I I didn't like. I I know a lot of people have a tendency of saying like book one is weak compared to the other two, and that's yeah. not that's nothing bad. That's yeah. like saying like hey, this cake wasn't as good as the other cakes because the yeah. other cakes are. Just Pretty as filled. amazing. They're okay. raspberry filled, delicious cakes. And okay, this well, one was gonna... just a plain yellow cake, but you could still pour milk on it and it's still good. It's just, it's not as good as the expensive raspberry filled cake. I understand. I, I, I get analogies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fat boy. I love analogies. <laughs> but Austin, like... Yeah. It's it's still like I I there's no episode here that I I don't like. But awesome. Let's go ahead. You mentioned before I want to at least dive into these a little bit. 
You said your favorite episode is the storm. Go yeah. into detail. Why, why, why you like that episode so much? Like, why, why would you say that's your favorite episode? Well, for one, uh, I do like that we do find some background story on Prince Zuku. Zuko. I don't Zuko. D- Zuko. I'm gonna think Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko. That's all you Danny gotta Zuko. think, man. Greaser. Greaser. Mm-hmm. So Zuko. That's what his uh, father Zuko. did to his face. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> he like hounded him. He was like, give me back my train. <laughs> Go the mountain and the hound. He just totally mountain he just totally hounded him. Like he was just like, whatever, I'm the mountain, you're the hound. And just like messed up his face, burned his face up, and was like, it's my son, who cares? <laughs> um you know, and like I saw it from a mile away when he was like, I want to be in the war room. And he's like, remember, Prince uh, Zoku or yeah, whatever. Zuko. Zuko. I was going to let you do it, but then you almost Zuko. said it. Yeah. I, was, I was like thinking Danny Zuko, but yeah, John Travolta. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the war room. What do you guys think? You guys can't do that. Like those warriors are going to die, you know? And like when he spoke up, I was like, oh, no, this is when it happened. <laughs> And, you know, um, I like that part. Um, the other part I really like, too, is the fisherman. Uh, you know, when she was like, I, I can feel it in my bones. Don't go out in a storm. He's like, listen here, you know, you don't know nothing. We have to go out there. He's like, well, you're not going to have me. And he's like, well, I'll just pay double. And then, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll pay someone double. It's like, oh, I can work. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I get paid double. Who told you that? <laughs> Who told you that? You know? I just like laugh. But that old man like cracked me up through the whole time, uh, especially when they save him at the end. They're like, he's like, OK, where's my payment? He just gives him a fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> then you realize you're like, he's he's a fisherman. You're, you're going to get a fish. Um. That episode made me laugh so hard because of the old man and his ridiculousness. And I thought, oh, man, I, I really enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, you also find out about uh, that's the episode where Aang finds out that when you find out about Aang getting told that he's the Avatar. Yeah. And, and you find out his like phobia. Not, not only that he, he has like a mild phobia of storms at that point yeah because like that's the whole thing it's like the storm started happening and he freaks out and encased himself and that's what got him frozen to begin with well that he, he almost also did has this like this, he has also this problem with like t- having a fear of telling people how he feels mm. uh because the episode when he talks about he shows the kids how to make the scooter yeah and he's like hey that's pretty cool and then they tell him that he's the avatar and then he's like yeah well it kind of changed and blah 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 and like they didn't want to play yeah. with him anymore and like that but in because reality it's unfair essentially. yeah so like he kind of doesn't mm. tell the rest of the story about how they were going to send him away and he he ran from it yeah. and he says that and like he feels that like you know that she was going to take him as a coward and she's like, no, like you're a child being told that you're the avatar. That kind of is like a big thing. We understand. Like, don't yeah. don't take that as like it's your fault, you know, because you have, you know, and the, the guy was like really upset. Like the old man was like, oh, yeah, well, where were you 100 years ago when the war was yeah. going on and all that other stuff? And it made Yang like feel like he had fault in it. And he didn't like 
let's take for example I, I know this can be a little controversial but I'm, I'm gonna be real with you um you know a lot of people blame things that we've done in our past and they ask you know that we feel bad about that and we do we say hey we're sorry for what what our ancestors did but we can't really you know there's no way we can you know wipe that from existence or apologies so we have to move on and show the example of being better and i think this is a really good time that yet ang is having because he's showing that he's a better avatar for people now he's learned more through the friendships of his two friends and getting over his struggles that he had because you know i i think it's a very interesting concept that a person that is frozen in time for a hundred years comes out of it war ravaged his whole clan you know that's what shocked me third episode in genocide bam you know like like he goes back and like there's all those bones at the temple and stuff and mm -hmm. it just it blew me away i was like man this this is a kid that just wakes up out of nowhere just feels like he just woke up and he's in a world that he doesn't even know like yep. no one knows him and he has to be the person that everyone is trusting him to be and it, it's, it's also a lot crazy. of pressure it, it, well it's also crazy like you bring that up it, it's mentioned that if ang was like if ang didn't do what he did and hid like ran away or whatever he would have died with all the other monks yep because he wouldn't been nearly trained enough to be able to take mm -hmm. on them yeah and he would just die like it's 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 one of those like sad things that it's like there's nothing he could have done in that yeah. situation uh, half of the reason why he got told so young was because everything was going crazy like it was and and you, you see what happened there and so yeah no it's it's the one thing i will always say about avatar is that it touches on very i don't want to say adult but just on topics that a lot it's, of shows it's really deep afraid. deep topic like it's it's just deep top topics yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go into them and oh, there's so many in each season um and it just it, oh man it it truly like it, it it revolutionized my own brain growing up and the the stuff i loved just all all through it oh man jeesh austin <laughs> yeah no you you picked a great episode for your favorite in my opinion yeah you did you did a good job i don't even want to talk about jet man Jet oh, and his, I'm going Ugh. to murder everyone for the greater good. Like, that's something that I, like, I, uh, little kid just, I was all for, like, oh, yeah, murder everything if it means it's the end of everything. Like, all the Calm good down, stuff. Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> you, it sounds an awful it lot like genocide, though. but it was effective. <laughs> it, it was effective. Efficient. It was efficient. <laughs> it was though. efficient. That's what it was. Oh, oh man. But, yeah. Austin, just personally for me, uh, we don't need to go into detail a lot because we are reaching the end of our episode, mm -hmm. Austin. But my favorite episode of season season one is uh, The King of Omashu uh, because I am a huge fan of King Bumi. Um, oh, yeah. And not a day goes by where I am not at the table with my friends. And if 
if a salad is served, I will not do the whole lettuce leaf joke at any point. I just, that boy, the whole scene makes me laugh. I love doing like in D&D whenever I play with my friends, doing the whole situation of like the old guy being like, pick who you wish to fight. And it's like, oh, I want to fight you. Wrong decision. <laughs> it just makes yeah. me, I, I, I love it. I remember the first time watching that and when he rips up his robe and he's like super rip, he's like, it, it, reminded, like ah! me, it reminded me so much of like something out of regular show. Like it's just yeah. like this ridiculous thing where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like this old man's, it's like pops. Pops yeah. is super ripped. Do <laughs> you have know, mm. like, a shirt and he's like ripped and you're like, what? How did that happen? How are you ripped? He's like, I'm so powerful. <laughs> like, why is there so many old people that are just ripped? <laughs> like, I, I was, I was honestly very sad that Ang didn't get Boomy to be his earthbending teacher at that point, because I love Boomy. Oh, Boomy's like, a lot of people can easily put like Avatar, oh well, Ang, Sokka, Katara up there, and Zuko. I brought that. Boomy is like on parallel levels with like Uncle Iroh. Like I just love those guys. I'm like, if I got to be in a room with those two together, I wish I was part of the White Lotus, man. That that place was booming with those two going around. I would have loved it. I just loved how crazy he was. And yeah. his techniques were really fun to watch. Like I, I like that's another thing that I wanted to bring up is like the fight scenes in the show. Yeah, really yeah, well that's done. a good point very beautiful very mm -hmm. very they remind me uh saw so i'll do a little promotion here if you have not watched shang chi the new marvel mm -hmm. movie uh it's a love letter to you know kung fu movies okay and uh watching this is you can tell that the form and techniques are a love letter to kung fu movies and yep. how they do things each uh, each really different nation each different bending technique is taken from an actual form of martial arts that's why mm -hmm. it feels like it's so fluid and flows correctly is because it's actually taken from those and mm -hmm. i really loved it and yeah oh man also side note boomy it opened my mind to the possibility of how broken earth bending could be when he's just like ah game over and he just falls backwards and just teleports somewhere else and my brain went, oh yeah, earthbenders are broken. You're telling me they could just teleport through yeah. the mud if they're like the earth, if they're strong enough? That'd be great. And then my well, brain so went down the rabbit hole of what's more broken than that. <laughs> I did the same thing when I saw that for the first time. I was like, how did they lose against the Fire Nation? Like, <laughs> how did that happen? Like, they got too busy like, about lifting rocks and throwing them. They didn't think was. about the idea of just creating giant pitfall traps and just falling having them all fall to their deaths <laughs> I, there was a scene about earthbending that i laughed at and it was the part where like the old man gets uh underneath like a mine and uh it, you know Sokka. wow i pronounced it, it Sokka's the boy mm -hmm. uh katara mm -hmm. bam bam see this at the end of the episode it all comes together so katara mm -hmm. tells uh, that kid from that town to do earthbending. Yeah, yeah. And no one's around. And then he ends up like turning him in. He's like, he did earthbending on me. Like, it's like, you're an old man. You're about to die. And you turned him in. Guess what? 
you are considered the worst person ever. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that I laughed actually when they're like, they turned me in. I was like, the old man turned me in. I was like, <sighs> I was like, of course he did. It always is. And, and that's the thing. Was. I remember being very frustrated at that. Cause I'm like, he helped him and he turned him in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. And you know, what's funny, Austin, according to the D and D system of, um, alignment, that guy was lawful good. Because he did what was right in the land was to turn in earthbenders. Doesn't mean well, I guess he was more lawful neutral. Or lawful whatever. Yeah, lawful neutral. Regardless, he was lawful because he did what the law of the land said, and that was to turn the earthbenders. I agree. Haru deserved better than that. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's been great talking to you about Avatar Book One, Water. Travel to learn water bending. This awesome. This was really fun for me to to talk to you about this because I could definitely tell like you actually like took it in. You had a bunch of things to say, and it was just fun. I can't wait to do uh, book two, Earth, with you because that's yeah. book two is my favorite book of the three, hmm. and it's because you really get to see characters get. They, they really had to start self-examining themselves mm-hmm. in book two. And, and that's the thing that hooked me. Book two is the one that hooked me on Avatar. And I'm like, I love this series so much. But that will be next week, Austin. Because right. we are done for this week. Austin, as we wrap this up, anything you would like to plug? We do this about once or twice a month. Uh, Really, I don't have anything to plug. I have been... A little bit on TikTok lately. I just did a video on the whole MGK dissing Slipknot thing. That was kind of funny. Um, you can check mm-hmm. me out all over there on TikTok at OverworkNerd1. I actually have started to clip some of our podcast stuff that I think is funny, and I'm going to start promoting it on our TikTok, on my TikTok okay. uh, with like you know getting people to watch us and stuff. And I know that there's uh, you know uh, my English teacher uh, said that. Uh, next week he's going to chime in he's going to be part of the pod he's going to listen to our podcast because he uh, runs a tabletop uh, he does like campaigns for people uh, yeah. like for parties and stuff like okay. he'll pay him to come in oh he's a paid DM yeah he's a paid DM because mm, um, nice. he's an English master well, he's a master writer, so he just comes in, does his campaign. Man, if I went to comes. like, if I went to college and became like a professor, I'd just mm-hmm. be like, just call me Master English. Like, <laughs> I'm the master of English. I went to school, got my masters in it. I would love that. Yeah. So he he found out about our podcast because I talked about um, oh, Kogios. What was it? Oh, Kogios. Yeah, yep, I remember like, you. Damn. You sent me your. Uh... Yeah. He told me that he was gonna. He's looking forward to listening to it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. He said he's gonna. He's been listening to our Spotify. Uh, he said that he's he's enjoying it. So good on everyone. You know, listen to us on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't like Spotify, but hey, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. I don't got nothing to plug. I'm not even going to plug anything. Austin, it was just super fun to talk to with you tonight. Austin, I can't wait for next week. When we do Avatar, The Last Air Bender, Book 2, Earth. 
hopefully we will see you all there thank you for both watching and or listening depending on what you're doing thanks so much for tuning in